The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Marketing Superstar Week on the MarTech Podcast. Every day this week, we're going to talk to one of the most well-recognized marketers in the world. Joining us today is Rand Fishkin, who is the co-founder and CEO of SparkToro, which helps entrepreneurs, marketers, and product folks of all stripes uncover the publications and people that influence their target audience. SparkToro's powerful dataset contains 70 million public web and social profiles with a simple-to-use research tool that's free to try. And prior to founding SparkToro, Rand was the founder of Moz, a leader in the field of search engine optimization tools, resources, and community. And he's also the author of multiple books, including The Art of SEO, Inbound Marketing and SEO, and his most recent work, Lost and Founder. So far this week, Rand and I have talked about his lessons for building a startup that fits the founder. And yesterday we talked about how to learn from your customers to market your business. Today, we're going to continue the conversation talking about product-led marketing tips. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Rand Fishkin, founder and CEO of SparkToro. Rand, welcome back to Marketing Superstar Week on the MarTech Podcast. Great to be here, Benjamin. Excited to have you as our superstar, Rand. Always excited to chat. Let's continue our conversation. We talked about how to build the right business for you. You're the author of Lost and Founder. You've done this a couple of times. How to start learning from your customers to make sure you're building a business that matches what your audience actually wants. And then there's the question of actually building a product that's useful to them and not having to just focus on the marketing, but building your flywheels. Talk to me about your product-led marketing strategy. So SparkToro is a free-to-try product. And because of that, we get to learn a ton about our customers, potential customers, audience, people who've tried us from all those folks who use the free version. So when you go to SparkToro, you have to provide your email address to complete the registration process, which is pretty common for a lot of free-to-use products. And as a result, we get to email with folks. So I, I do this a lot all day, every day, chatting with people. And then occasionally, a few times, we did a customer beta uh, before we launched. We did sort of a feedback process a couple months after our launch last year. And we just did one. In fact, you and I are talking at the end of a two-week cycle where we've emailed 32,000 people <laughs> who use SparkToro for free and ask them about the value they get from it and what they do with it and what would help them get more value from it, either the free version or the paid version. 
And those responses are really how we learn what our customers and potential customers need and want. And I think founders can be overly customer biased, right? The sort of classic like, oh, well, my customers would have told me they wanted a faster horse instead of a car. So there's some innovation thinking that needs to go into that. But especially in a field like ours, B2B software that's helping marketers, we get a ton of value from learning how our customers are using our product, from hearing how the ones who get the most value from it describe the product. In fact, one of my best tips, Benjamin, for any marketer, any founder, any creator is to find your core customers who are having the most success with what you're creating, whether that's your podcast or your blog or your email newsletter or your social feed or your software product, and then reflecting the language that your most successful, most happy customers use back in the documentation, in the homepage copy, in how you market and sell your product. It's crazy what happens when you sell your product the way your customers, your happy customers would sell your product. I got an example of this for you, and it's totally off the reservation. My sister, God bless her, I love her, bought a new house. And me and my wife want to help her decorate. God, I hope she's not listening to this podcast. She's going to kill me if she hears this. <laughs> and we were trying to think, like, okay, it's time for you to, you know, make sure you're, uh, let's say, updating your style or, or putting the right things into your home as opposed to the things that you just dragged with you. And I was trying to get her to describe her style to me. And she couldn't come up with a description. So I didn't know what to look for in House and Pinterest to give her examples of things that I thought looked nice that would help her get the creative juices flowing as she thinks about where to put her stuff. And so I Googled something to the extent of 50-year-old woman style and looked for keywords that would describe a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. How 50-year-old women describe their style. And I was thinking classic modern 
or contemporary classic mid-century exactly and that wasn't it at all it was elegant and sophisticated were the key words that were used most often so i kind of built a word cloud and picked out the biggest words and said let me just type in these words into house and like elegant and sophisticated were the keywords. And all of a sudden she's like, Oh, I really like all of these images describing things the way that she would have described them and reading them back to her or using data to pick that up for a class is an incredibly effective way to build resonance with your customers. Now that's a communication strategy. Talk to me about using your marketing to build the product that your customers like. I think in a lot of ways, that is more challenging around the central concept of a product and less challenging around the edges and fine tuning and details of a product. For example, I don't think there's any way I could have done market research effectively with our customers or potential customers two years before SparkToro existed to imagine, hey, what do you want to exist around market research? or audience intelligence or whatever. I just wouldn't get any useful answers. It's really once you have that concept built out and you have a North Star for yourselves and it is clear to someone who's tried your product what you're going after or what realm you're in at least, then they can start to describe, I wish it could do this. I wish that you provided this value for me or I tried the product and I didn't get value. These are actually some of the most useful techniques for product builders. I did not get value. And if you follow up and ask, hey, why? What did you try? Can I ask what you were trying to accomplish with the tool? You will find a bunch of people who were trying to accomplish the wrong thing. And you don't necessarily need to worry about that. You can try and, I don't know, explain to them what you're doing, but whatever. And then you get a bunch of people who will tell you, I'm trying to do a thing, which your product, you know, your product should help them do a problem that it should solve. And yet, for some reason, it does not. And the reason is often one of a few different things. You can classify and categorize those, and then you can quantify them and say, okay, we asked 30,000 people to answer this question free form. We took all the answers. We classified them. Each of them, we said, okay, I can tell you what the SparkToro responses were. They were like, you're not available in my country or region. That's the number one. Number one is my language, my country, not covered. Number two is, I think, probably going to end up being some version of, I didn't really know how to search your tool properly. Like I put in keywords the way you would put them into Google. I didn't get back results that gave me useful stuff. So I assume that your product is the problem and we have to change the way we structure the landing page or the search input or whatever it is, do more training on that. And the third, I think, is probably the answer that you gave me before we started this podcast, Benjamin, which was... I see this data. It looks fascinating and interesting. I don't know how I would have gotten it before. What do I do with it? It's funny. I'm looking at SparkToro now, and I'm going to butter you up a little bit here. There is incredible value in the tool. And, and just like you said, when I'm using the tool, I've got the free account. I go in and I typed in the keyword marketing to see who the biggest influencers in marketing are. You know, Those would be people that would be great guests for my show. And it comes up with HubSpot, Ann Hadley, a little company called Moz, Content Marketing Institute, Jeff Bullis. I actually don't know who that is. Social Media Today, that one makes sense. And of course, Rand Fishkin. <laughs> now, the question for me is, well, okay, great. That's a great list. How do I get those people on the podcast? So that I have two pieces of advice for you there. Number one, best thing you can possibly do that I have seen be extraordinarily successful for that outreach. Number one thing is get a warm intro. 
So I know Jeff, if you'd like, I'm happy to make an intro. I bet he'd say yes. Wonderful. Same story with Anne. So best possible way is go to LinkedIn, see who you know who's connected to that person. If it's two degrees away, start to get to know the intermediary, et cetera. The second best, if you don't have any connections, they're too far away from you, go interact and engage with that person on social. Start following Jeff, start replying to his tweets, start occasionally bumping his stuff, right? Like give him some love on his preferred social channel network, whatever he's using. And then when you cold email him later, it won't be cold. It'll be warm. He'll be like, oh, Benjamin, hey, man, I really appreciate that retweet. And you can reach out to him and be like, hey, man, we've been chatting on Twitter a little bit. And I love this piece that you wrote. I run a podcast called Martech Masters, and you should come on and chat about this. Boom. That is a warm outreach, way more likely to be successful. Should Spark Toro do a good job of helping you connect those dots? Yes, it probably should. Because right now, all it tells you is 27% of people who talked about marketing in the last 90 days follow or engage with Jeff Lewis. I think that the moral of the story here is a SparkToro is a wonderful and very powerful tool. And I told you offline, we are a SparkToro advanced customer waiting to happen. We just got to get our heads out of our asses to figure (laughs) out how to use the data. That said, there was a question that you asked before when we were talking about, you know, understanding who your customers are. And I think that when you're trying to figure out product-led marketing strategies, it's not just about understanding who your customers are. It's about understanding their pain points. What are the problems you're trying to solve and how do you build a feature set that addresses those problems and uses the language that they are specifically speaking? To me, that's the secret sauce of being a product-led marketing company. Absolutely. I think about this in terms of every single sector. So I don't know if you feel this way, but going back to your example of your sister and furniture and housing, that kind of thing. When I think about the category of I have the problem of I have a new home or residence or whatever, I'm throwing out my old junk and I'm redecorating my office. What who do I associate? Which brands do I associate immediately with solving that problem for me? And for me, that's like, well, If I'm just out of college or I'm a young person, my budget's low, Ikea. They're the brand that I associate with that problem. Now, how do I, if I'm, I don't know, Crate and Barrel or Restoration Hardware or somebody like that, how do I make that same association between when you're one level up from Ikea and you have like a little more budget, we're the place that you want to come when you think about solving that pain point and problem. And maybe there's more categories where if you're an online specialty retailer, you want to find your particular customer and say, okay, if you are whatever, empty nesters whose kids have just left and you have a little more budget, you're ready for us. A glass table. Yeah, whatever it is, right? The glass table, yeah, sure. The things that you can have in your home without worrying if a bunch of high school partiers are going to destroy them right? That's like the next category. And how do you build that brand association? And how do you make sure that your brand promise and your name and tagline and design and the products that you sell all match that? And this can be applied to everything from B2B software to indie game development to building a podcast or newsletter. All of them flow from that same place of I want to build the association with my target customers that I solve their problem. And when they think of that problem, they think of me as the solution. At the end of the day, with all things marketing, whether you're talking about your advertising strategy, whether you're talking about your product strategy, customer service, retention, it all comes down to the fundamental understanding of who your customer is and what their pain points are. 
And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Rand Fishkin, the co-founder and CEO of SparkToro. If you'd like to hear more of Rand and my conversation, join us again tomorrow when we talk about Rand's number one tip for marketers. Hint, it's emails over everything. All right. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Rand, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Randfish, R-A-N-D-F-I-S-H. Or you could visit his company's website, which is sparktoro.com, S-P-A-R-K-T-O-R-O.com. Or you can find his most recent book, Lost and Founder, at sparktoro.com slash book. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we've got summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly my handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.